welcome to Prime Cocktails and BS. Yay! Look at me introducing Yay! the show. I know. I was <laughs> waiting to see how many how you were going to do it, or if you were going to do it, or you were going to wait for me. But I could yeah, see it on your face. <laughs> Yay! It only took getting us into season two. Yes. <laughs> we did it. We did um, it. <laughs> welcome. Yes. Everyone. Back. Oh. Um, we are talking about things I didn't think we would talk about, which is football related. Oh my God. I know. Today. We but went so long. Trend. Yeah. There's, yeah. We The Super Bowl is here. It mm-hmm. is. It is happening. We couldn't stop it. Dane's not even probably going to watch it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if Colin's going to watch. I think we got invited to something. I mean, I want to watch like the commercials in halftime. I love the commercials. Same. Same. Love it. I need to see what Ben Affleck's doing with the Duncan Cup. <laughs> I need to know. And um, it's freaking Usher. Dane showed me that Hey Arnold mashup commercial. Have you seen that? No. It's like a bunch of 90s cartoons and references, and it's amazing. What? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't even Nickel- know what it was for. Just Nickelodeon or like all different ones? It's all different things. Well, you and know that a bunch Nickelodeon documentary is coming out. Oh. About Nickelodeon in like the 90s and 2000s and how it thing. was really messed up. I only Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I only got to watch it when I was at friends' houses because we didn't have cable. So I was like, just let's like watch now. Nickelodeon. <laughs> that was like me and snacks. Yeah, let's have same i was like that too we only had apples and stuff yeah so or like fruit leather (laughs) we didn't even have that i was like that's candy no my aunt (laughs) always had like cosmic brownies and stuff in her drawers i remember yes i'd hit that hard lots of like the little packets of gummy snacks yes gummy snacks like my parents did not get that so yeah. Every time I went to friends' house, it was like chips and gummy bears. Or <laughs> yeah. yeah, seriously. Um, but Usher's gonna be the halftime show. Yes, and excited. it's been official. I don't even know how to say this. It's been said, and it's official now that Alicia Keys is gonna join him. What? Which means they're gonna sing "My Boo." <laughs> I'm obsessed with all of Usher's songs oh, too. Usher's so good. Wait, and he has a new album. Like, welcome back, Usher. We missed you. Oh, I don't know why. Was Fifty Cent there? I feel like I thought. He I was. think yes, he was. Didn't he was hanging, he like upside, hanging down. upside down? Yes. Yeah, he was doing the in the club video. Yeah, when he was like upside down in jail. Yes, <laughs> or in his room. I forget one of those. Oh, good. Um, what was I gonna say to you? I forgot. Oh no, I was watching. You know what movie I watched for the first time in a while the other night because I was just what? so over my life. The interview with james franco and seth rogan where they go and interview kim jong-un oh my god i've watched that it's so ridiculous and the the reason why i thought of it is because we said eminem and in the beginning it has like a fake interview with eminem and james franco and he's like yeah all my songs are about me being gay and it's like a whole oh, yeah. thing about like <laughs> I it's funny. Oh, my god. oh you know what i'm parched yeah yeah that so, was a good transition. Thank you. <laughs> so excited. let's take a sip out of Kaisa's Cocktail Corner. Kaisa's Cocktail Corner. This is our lovely drink. Don't look at my nails. <laughs> I just lost one the... while we've been talking. Cuba Libre. Oh. 
um, because her Aaron Hernandez, who we will be discussing, uh, played for the Gators, and um, it has Havana Club Añejo Blanco, which is Puerto Rican. And I'm pronouncing things really weird today, and I don't know why. Um, it has lime, and then Añejo Blanco rum, like I said, Coca-Cola, and then it has these beautiful decorative limes all around. The so glass. I was going to ask, how did did you make this one, or did Dane? Dane did. How did he get? First of all, he stepped up his game big time today. He did with doing the <laughs> with COVID with the citrus. <laughs> I know, poor guy has COVID, and like with the citrus going around the glass. How did he do that? I don't. He used to be a bartender, so he has like skills that he probably learned. But I think you slide, you put the ice in, and then slide the limes in around oh. it, so it holds it in place. That's fancy. Mm-hmm. Super fancy. Colin just makes pizza. Uh, that's wonderful too though it really is oh man yes Colin like, come make me pizza oh uh, there's been too much too much <laughs> now he's in like some weird pizza bracket around here I don't know I, don't I saw it. that your post yeah. that's awesome so random but yes like Kaisa said we are talking about Aaron Hernandez today mm-hmm. because football 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 um I just want to say while I was researching a lot of the times I'd be like fast forwarding through whatever football information because I was like I don't care and I would be like typing blah 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 football stuff because I, I can't know. I was like do I really need to pay attention to the stats like no I was like I'm just gonna he's just a really good football player yeah That's he, what we're gonna he say. was very talented <laughs> he won awards mm-hmm. Ta- he was but also a criminal but also very much so a criminal I'm realizing now we could have talked about Michael Vick too Oh yeah. There's so many other ones There's I'm so now thinking many. about. There are lots of criminal sports yes. people. Also, um, shout out to my dad who's finally gonna listen because we're talking about football. Hi, Alex's dad. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> um should we start by talking about what CTE is? I think it's a great place to start. Okay. Let's chat about CTE. Which stands for <laughs> on the last page of my notes let me get there it's a freaking booklet today i know it's a novel for it's sure. a novel and a half because there's so much to get through i basically want you to say it because i can't pronounce the last word fine then i'm gonna make you pronounce every single massachusetts town today okay i can't wait to hear how you do it because there's okay. so many clips of me saying wisconsin place is wrong now <laughs> the tables have turned can't wait okay so cte stands for chronic traumatic encephalopathy wow good job okay i guess i can say you know what i wrote in my notes too look (laughs) up how to pronounce before recording really (laughs) oh lovely okay so i didn't do that (laughs) so i guess it's a loss of basically a lot of brain cells and it causes a chain reaction within the brain cells that starts to just kill off the rest of the brain cells slowly so it's very similar to alzheimer's and dementia um and it causes increased aggression violence and lack of control over reactions um and yeah. it's caused by repeated blows to the head or even just playing a contact sport it can be caused by that yeah and it's interesting too because in Aaron Hernandez's case, there were only two re- like registered um, concussions. Mm-hmm. However, when so his brain went to BU, 
to be mm-hmm. checked out for this. And they said that there's no way it was only two. He undoubtedly took other punishing hits to the head that were never recorded. I guess um, a study of 376 autopsy brains from the NFL, I think, mm-hmm. football players, in 2017, um, 91.7% of them had some level of CT, which is crazy. And then I guess there's another study showing that even like high school sports people begin to have ct when they're that young it's no joke yeah i mean think about it they're running at each other full speed like yeah going at it what just to get a what just to get a little i mean lots of them are getting paid millions of dollars true but it's like to get a ball over a line yeah it is i find it really ridiculous i find it really ridiculous they make as much money as they do I'm like, Same. this is crazy that like surgeons don't even make yeah. close to what they're making. You know, exactly. it's wild to me, but just saying anyway, I digress. <laughs> many people who have had CTE have committed suicide. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people, because you know what's happening to you, like you'll wake up and not remember what you did like an hour before. And so a lot of them took notes to like keep track of what they did. And then there are many football players who have left suicide notes and about their experiences and symptoms before they killed themselves and it was all cte related stuff so we're starting here by the way guys i mean i guess not (laughs) i guess we started with the cte but if you're not interested in hearing this part skip ahead yes all right uh okay so aaron hernandez was born in bristol connecticut on november 6 1989 scary how he would be like our age Mm -hmm. scary sauce his parents were are were are Dennis and Terry Hernandez. The couple married in 1986, divorced in 1991, and remarried in 1996. Crazy town. That's like that crazy. seems to happen with a lot of like murderers. Right. Parents, That's right? what I was thinking. Nowhere else that happens. The parent trap. We used to dissect that. Wondering. Obsessed um, with the parent trap. Yes. Uh-huh. When they divorced in 1991, they also filed for bankruptcy. Uh huh. Um, as an adult, Hernandez remembered that his mother throwing his father out of the house on multiple occasions, but always letting him back in. There was a lot of constant fighting. Aaron also noted that there was like a lot of abuse in the house. Um, what later when we talk about his sexuality, he also said that his father and the abuse maybe have formed him to be gay. Um, but he was also yeah. sexually assaulted yep. by his babysitter at six years old, and it lasted several years. Mm. And his brother talked about that. He was like, yeah, I witnessed it. So it actually happened. Um, oh, his dad, like you said, was abusive and drank a lot when they were little mm-hmm. um, and really pushed them, like both him and his brother, to, into sports and was just obsessive about it. Like if they started slacking in school or in sports, he would either he would beat them up or make them like work out like crazy um he was just very very intense about it um yeah they either lived in constant fear of him but they also revered him for what he did they loved him like especially aaron aaron was like a daddy's boy and very obsessed with his dad yeah i mean there's even one story of dennis punching aaron's youth football coach after um a dispute about his coaching methods yeah, so that's he wild. was like so dedicated to what they were doing, but took it so far. 
And that just shows how violent he probably was behind closed yeah. doors. If he's willing to just punch a coach in the middle of a game, like <laughs> exactly. I mean, he was projected, and he projected an image of someone who had run-ins with the police, but turned his life around to become a good father and citizen. That's what he was portraying mm -hmm. to the public. And I mean, both parents had been arrested multiple times and had been involved in crime. Yeah. Um. And then in January 2006, Dennis died from compl complications from a hernia surgery. Mm -hmm. Um, and then according to Aaron's mom, he was heavily affected by the, his father's death and acted out his grief by rebelling against authority figures. Right. Um, and before that, his mom, Terry became romantically involved with a married man named Jeffrey Cummings. Mm -hmm. Um, and he was married to Tanya, the daughter of Dennis's sister, Ruth. So Tanya and Aaron were first cousins, which is really bizarre. And so that was like disrespectful to his Aaron's dad so she, he started really hating his mom in yeah, that time exactly. like it's crazy yeah I mean they moved in with Jeff Cummings after he got divorced so it was like while living with them that he really went into his criminal activity but how fucked up is that I know well and i guess families. dj cried at the funeral his little his brother his older brother um and aaron was 16 when he died and he didn't cry at all at the funeral he just stayed stoic and didn't show any emotion that could be because of his hyper masculine father like and how he treated him aaron especially um but yeah it just kind of shows he really kept a lot inside <laughs> so it's so crazy yeah and he also um he accused his mother of failing to obtain medication for his ADHD, which he said caused him to struggle in school. However, oh. he um, he did all right. It's not that he like was failing school. Um, he went to Bristol Central High School, where he played for the Bristol Rams football team. He started as their wide receiver before becoming a tight end and also played defensive end. And... As a senior, he was Connecticut's Gatorade Football Player of the Year after making 67 receptions for 1,807 yards and 24 touchdowns on offense and 72 tackles, 12 sacks, three forced fumbles, two fumble recoveries, and four blocked kicks on defense. How many do I know of those? Not many. But that's okay. Same. I was like, it sounds like he's impressively good. Yes, I he's don't impressive. Know. It makes sense. <laughs> this is why we are not going to be stating that. Um... <laughs> He was so, also a U.S. Army All-American. Yes. Again, the Army and Navy are involved with mm -hmm. a criminal. Um, he was the number one tight end prospect after college. Um, so he was getting better and better over the years. Um, and he was ranked by two national ranking services as the number one tight end prospect. So Aaron made, at that point, a verbal agreement with UConn which is the team his brother played on. Mm -hmm. um, and then he, in this, during this time, he began bonding with Tanya, his first cousin, whose mom, whose husband, his mom had an affair with basically. Yep. It was now living with. Very bizarre. Yeah. yeah. Tanya was kind of sketchy and hung out with some bad crowds, like some game gang members and stuff like that. And actually Aaron started hanging out with uh, people much older than him, like Ernest mm -hmm. Bo Wallace who was 20 years older than him. And then, a blood affiliate gang member yeah he did um, go around so. saying he was a part of the bloods 
when yeah. he started entering like his real criminal activity. But then also during this time, he started dating um, Shiana Jenkins, who would become his fiance. Mm-hmm. Um, however, he like was also smoking a ton of marijuana before school practices and games and his social life included a sizable amount of drinking in addition to the weed. Yes. And April 23rd, three months after his father's death, he backs out of that verbal agreement with UConn and decides to play for the Florida Gators. That was so, also help from Tim Tebow. Cause who knew we would have to talk about him at some point. Either. <laughs> Very weird. Um, but there's so he... many people in, in this story that i did not think we'd ever have to talk about yeah me yeah tim tebow being high up on that list (laughs) um he said he wanted to get away from his mom um and he saw terry as tarnishing his father's name so he really just wanted to get away from her um he was also really privately struggling about his dad dying like i guess when he started with the gators he broke down in the locker room sobbing many times saying he didn't get to say goodbye there was not enough time to say goodbye which is really sad but like Mm-hmm. also he didn't show that to the public like that was very hidden yeah definitely. Um, yes so should we go to the first incident that kind of sparked the <laughs> violent yeah um... I think it's important to note that like Aaron and his like drug problem was huge he said that he was high every time he took the field during college um he uh even though he was winning awards like he won the john Mackey award as the nation's best tight end in 2009 he um was like putting in 40 to 60 hours a week to football nearly year round but the head coach of the university of florida urban mayor mayor meyer meyer i don't know i don't know meyer like he want he really rode hard for him but at the same time was like i don't want him on my team anymore wanted to remove him from the team for his chronic marijuana use but tim tebow was all about keeping him yeah Yeah. i guess the only thing that calmed him down when he had his anger outburst was weed so he was like people were like okay with him being high because it helped with the anger issues which is so bad it's so bad but yeah so then after his junior year meyer told him that he wouldn't be welcome back for a fourth year on the Mm -hmm. team and he should instead try to get picked up by a professional team in the 2010 NFL draft. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Aaron was at the swamp with friends um, and a waitress brought two shots to him that he thought someone else bought for him. He didn't really drink, but he dumped the shots in his lemonade. And then when they go to leave, the manager stops him and waves the bill for the shots and was like, why aren't you paying for these? And he said, So there are two sides of the story. His friend said that the manager was needlessly aggressive about the unpaid bill and like was just being up in his face and stuff and pissing him off. And then the other side of the story was that Aaron was cocky and said, I don't have to pay for shit in this town. Oh, because he's Aaron Hernandez. Yeah. So and I believe that one, actually. (laughs) Um, So they kind of fought a little bit and then Aaron walked out. Um, And then he sucker punched the manager in the face and actually ruptured his eardrum. Which takes about six weeks to heal. And that's like a really big That's so scary. Injury. Yeah. Um, so the police officer read him his Aaron his rights. Um, da, 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 da. Uh, they charged him with underage drinking, but that was kind of covered up by the college. Um, and then he was possibly going to get charged by with battery mm-hmm. by this manager, but then 
it seems like the football team got to this manager and got him to drop it by bribing him. Yeah. So Hernandez so went team, to, really. yeah. Cause Hernandez went to his coach who then called Huntley Johnson, who was like the team's unofficial defense attorney, which is nuts. Yeah. And this is also after by his own admission, Aaron said that like he became like super jumpy in nightclubs and had a history of taking offense at minor slights. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I'm not surprised by these actions. I know. and But Tim Tebow was there. The thing that's really creepy to me is that football players probably do this all the time. Or football oh, teams. And they absolutely. cover up everything. I think in sports it's in general. So do you know which yeah. sport has like the craziest amount of stuff that goes on though? Mm-mm. Swimming. Really? Like the diving teams. Wow. That's like crazy. Crazy shit. <laughs> sorry interesting that's really we'll have to talk about that at some point I know. um and then there's a second incident the one with the football players and the, do, the double do, shooting yeah the stolen chain situation yeah and he shot i can't they he shot them five times or someone shot them five times Mm-hmm. Um, one of them was shot in the back of the head and the other one was shot in the arm and they both survived. I know it's wild. That blew my mind when I read that. I was like, it's Wait, crazy. How can you get shot in the head and survive? It's uh, really weird. Yeah. So he was out at a club with a bunch of football players. There was a fight about a stolen chain with um these two guys, Glass and Kaysen. They were just around and in the community they weren't football players um and they were getting a fight with the football players and then they got all got kicked out of the bar and reggie nelson <laughs> broke up the fight uh, so fast not so fast we're gonna shoot fire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so both aaron and apparently glass had a gun in their cars so um they're driving down the street and aaron was with him and didn't he lean into their car? Yeah, it says. Yeah, Aaron walked up to their car, shoved a, a gun in the window. Light. Yeah, shoved a gun in the window and just begins shooting, shooting, shooting. Yeah, and yeah, like you said, Kaysen took a bullet to the brain, which actually exploded part of his brain, and he still woke up the and next lived. day from surgery and was able to speak. That is crazy, town. Blowing my mind. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> um, and they said it was someone who was Hawaiian or Hispanic. And the detectives kind of thought it could be Aaron because yeah. of other things that were happening around. And they also violence. said that he was like a large build man wearing like weighing about 230 pounds and having many tattoos. Uh-huh. Um, and Kaysen actually pointed Aaron out in a photo lineup. So he was like one of the main suspects. Um the detectives the detective said he she tried to call the football coach so many times and they were just like avoiding her and hiding Aaron basically. Oh yeah. Um, Then they said, we're going to meet with them and then we'll take them down to the station to talk to to you. So they met for four and a half hours and there is rumor that they were being coached by the team on like how to answer the interrogation questioning. Not surprising. Um, Aaron fell asleep in the interrogation room, didn't care, knew he was going to get away with it was just chill also not, not his anxiety. first time he decided to like sleep through an investigation either like what the fuck? this is almost his mo i mean he just is like this guy who doesn't 
who doesn't think he's he's untouchable to himself mm-hmm. like while he was in college because he was on the team his freshman year he pretty much took like a bunch of throwaway classes he literally signed up for classes such as bowling theater appreciation <laughs> and something called theater plants gardening and you oh. I mean, I would love that class, but I mean, same, <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, what are you doing, sir? I mean, and then, that's like, funny. His, his priorities were football and being the life of the party. And then and so coming off as a badass, like yeah. he, was, he didn't even grow up really in the hood. He was like, but he really wanted to be portrayed as a gangster He's from Connecticut. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. So, okay. They all had matching stories all the football players and Aaron but he immediately lawyered up um and then Kaysen changed his story and completely flipped and said uh I assumed it was Aaron but now I don't really know yeah that it got it looked like he was bribed yeah yeah I mean okay so then so all this is happening while he's in college playing on the game playing for the Gators Mm mm-hmm so now we fast forward to two th- at the end of 2009. This is what I have. Wait. This what? is what I have for 2009. Aaron had a great year, led in receptions, sports things, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> sports things, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I mean, so he literally is just like doing these crimes while going to school and playing football. Now we know he got kicked off the team. His coach was like, good luck. You should try out just for the NFL draft. Mm-hmm. go for it so he did decide to enter the 2010 draft instead of playing for a senior year he attended the nfl scouting combine but he couldn't perform any physical drills because he tore a muscle during the off season did that maybe happen during something who knows Probably allegedly something yeah <laughs> he ended up participating in florida's pro day though and performed all of the drills um The NFL did have a lot of off-field concerns and concerns about his physical size when they were looking up him for the draft and his actual draft stock plummeted, but they still believed that he would be drafted in the second round. Um, He wasn't. New England, the New England Patriots, my team, (laughs) of course, selected him in the fourth round. The previous day, they drafted Rob Gronkowski. Gronk. Gronk. I do know who that is. <laughs> you don't know who Gronk is. I don't I know. know where you've been. Fun fact, my friend does his girlfriend's makeup and they're like friends, which is kind of cool. Oh, that's cool. He plays with their French bulldog all the time. Um, <laughs> hi, Erica. Uh, multiple teams chose not to draft Hernandez, though, because they were concerned that he would be a problem and his stock just continued to plummet. Um, mm-hmm. All of this is because of dirt multiple off-field issues during college rumors of multiple failed drug tests and character concerns mm-hmm. oh Question, by the way and they also had questions whether he was involved in gang activity yeah. like they had by the way they thought he was valid concerns very valid valid concerns yeah so multiple teams actually elected to remove him from their draft boards entirely due to this including the indianapolis colts the cincinnati Bengals, and the miami dolphins i know these teams when I was little, I wore a bunch of Miami Dolphins gear because I liked the dolphin. <laughs> and I made my say, parents get me dolphin gear. I only knew about the dolphins when I was a kid because of Ace Ventura, Fat Detective, Dan Marino, and Laces Out. <laughs> yeah. That's all I knew. 
and they had Makes to go sense. save the dolphin that got stolen oh yes. little al <laughs> scored the lowest possible score in social maturity in a pre-draft report yeah but yeah. hey guess what robert Kraft decided why not why let's take a He's risk made some interesting choices in his life it's fine just give him a pass he did say after hernandez's harass that the patriots drafted him after he gained their trust and said that they had absolutely nothing to worry about in a letter sent to patriots director and player personnel nick casario before the draft you know what lessons learned the he was offended by this aaron he was offended because he went from one of the highest ranking football players on the draft like everyone wanted him to getting paid two thousand or two hundred thousand dollars yeah for his salary with the patriots so and i mean he wasn't popular with the team but he was known as like one of the hardest workers if not the hardest worker on the team and i love how i'm like two thousand two hundred thousand dollars oh that's nothing but for football players it isn't which is crazy town yeah and i mean he seemed to also enjoy being the outcast of the team. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom Brady. <laughs> okay. Um, he was overheard after a game telling Tim Tebow that he was trying to steer Hernandez in the right direction, but called him a lot to handle. They also said that Hernandez was often seeking attention and at times seemed unhinged. And then mm-hmm. someone else I never thought we'd talk about on this podcast. Head coach Bill Belichick. Yeah. who was the head coach of the patriots until about a month ago mm-hmm. not released he was running out of patience with hernandez by june 2013 and intended to notify the front office to have hernandez released from the team so and then after his arrest belichick actually prohibited hernandez's name being spoken in the locker room mm-hmm. he was like i watched some interviews with the team after that whole thing and they were like, like with bill not gonna like, answer you not yeah, gonna and answer. Bill in yeah. a sweatshirt and like yeah. change his facial expression, whether he's happy or sad. They just like, say it's a sad thing that happened. Yeah. Um, but okay, so me this is a side note. So during this drafting time, one month before the first Patriots training camp camp, um, Jeffrey Cummings slashed Terry's face with a kitchen knife. And she I didn't know that escaped, made it out the side door. Jeffrey was arrested and spent two years in prison. Um, Terry ended the marriage while he was in prison, but they are rumored to have gotten back together after he got out. His name's also Jeffrey. His yeah, Jeffrey. Jeffrey. That's do a cool name. Any, do we know anyone else who maybe yeah. oh, yeah. has a bad history? Oh, yeah, several, several Jeffreys. Several Jeffreys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, have a, I have a note and I'm laughing at it. <laughs> what did you write? Gronkowski Gronk was playing better than Aaron, but they did a great job together at football. Spelled foot B A W L in caps. I don't know why. I think we need pictures of these notes (laughs) for an Instagram post, being like football. This is what we do: sports, sports, Um, (laughs) no sports. Uh, there were some crimes during this time. If you wanted to talk about those. Yes. Well, Aaron was buying a bunch of guns during this time. And storing them in a separate apartment. Mm-hmm. And bringing them along when they went out to the clubs. He would bring a revolver in his car and he would put it in the engine block like a gangster. 
And he actually hey, hey. filed off the serial numbers, which is like, you're an idiot. What do you do if you don't want to get caught? Yeah. Just trying we to be a criminal. We all know that, Aaron. Sorry. Mm-hmm. So this is, so do we want to talk about the third incident? The murders of Abreo and Furtado. There's stuff before then. Really? There's the fight in Plainville. Oh. Yeah, so there was a, police responded to a fight. This is in 2011, by the way. Um, Police responded to a fight in front of Hernandez's rented townhouse in Plainville, Massachusetts. His high school friend had been pulled over earlier in the evening after driving Hernandez home from a Boston bar. Um, They were weaving in and out of lanes and traveling at 120 miles per hour in a work zone and on a highway with a speed speed limit of 55. The Massachusetts state trooper who pulled the car over did not arrest the driver because he recognized Hernandez in the passenger seat. Wow, just getting away with everything. Getting away. Wasn't there a song that's like, getting away with murder? Probably. No, it's probably a thing. I don't know. I need to look it up. (laughs) And then in 2012... So set the scene. <laughs> um, I can't wait for you to say the town in which this bar is in. I just have South End, Boston. Oh, then I'll say it. What is it? It was in Dorchester. Dorchester. I feel like those are easy to pronounce. There's one in here where the <laughs> where the um where the prison is. Okay. I don't. Know okay. If I'll be able to okay. Say I have that. Right. I have that in here. Um. But you don't say Dorchester, it's Dorchester. Oh, Dorchester. Did I do it? Yeah, Um, you use, think of CT's accent. Yes. And then try to say it. Dorchester. 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 Um, (laughs) So set the scene, they're going to this, uh, it was actually Aaron Hernandez and uh, Bradley, his buddy. Alexander Um, Bradley. Alexander Bradley, yes. So they were going to a VIP club called Venue. So set the scene. Oh, yeah near the club near the cure lounge yes so they park their car they walk into the bar and at the entrance in the vip entrance they were told they were not allowed to wear their hats which really pissed off aaron so he this is was also already mad yes so boston <laughs> south end is called southie Southie. Which, as someone who lives a stone throw away it's where like all the like early like i just got out of college party party area and there's a bunch of bars and clubs there where like um a lot of athletes go to Mm. so like for instance colin used to live over there there's this bar called lincoln actually no capo basement which i've never been to any of these places and i'm pretty proud of myself (laughs) for never being going to these places because i moved to boston in my 30s (laughs) but he's like yeah i used to go there all the time and like all the boston bruins that's hockey players would go (laughs) and He'd like see all these people and I'd oh, be that's like, cool. yeah, like one of them threw him out of a VIP section. They were like, you don't belong here. You're not on the team. And he was like, okay. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. So Southie is kind of infamous for these places and okay. for athletes to go to. Okay. okay Scene okay. set a little extra. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Insider information. Um, So I'll be here as long as Kaisa keeps me. <laughs> so they go into this bar pissed off already or aaron's pissed off at least um because we know he has a history of getting upset over minor inconveniences yeah just set off over nothing um so these five friends from cape verde came into the club um two of them were daniel de abreo and safiro furtado 
Um, <clears throat> they work nights, so they were already apparently not really wanting to go out, but their friends convinced them to go out. Ah, oh, bad choice. Um, <laughs> so when they came in, Obreo bumped into Aaron, who was already pissed off from the hats, um, and he spilled some of his drink on himself. So Aaron turned and glared at him, and Obreo smiled and didn't even know who he was. Like, wasn't phased by the fact that he was, like, a football player. Um, and then Aaron was just, like, spiraling, getting more angry. So they left the club, and he apparently was bitching to um Bradley about how I don't get why people are trying me like they tried him really by bumping into at. him yeah accidentally exactly. like also what? it's a fucking club like people are bumping into yeah, each other. yeah. <laughs> oh it's psycho um so they go to no what he bar. does next is psycho well he's it just shows how unhinged he is like paranoid first of all <laughs> like we didn't know he was unhinged already they go into another bar and he thinks he sees Abreo and Furtado follow them into this bar. And his friend Bradley was like, "It that's not them, dude. And so he was like spiraling, like, they followed us. They're trying me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they leave to smoke weed in the car. And then what What do they do next, Alex? Oh. <laughs> Sanity. Well, witnesses did testify that Hernandez's silver SUV pulled up next to the victims and someone from his car yelled racial slurs towards the victims and then someone from the car then fired five shots killing abreo and Furtado. police immediately identified hernandez who was then playing for the patriots in the club security camera footage but thought it was just a coincidence that he happened to be there yeah because why would Aaron do anything and the thing is he followed them like he took his gun out of the hood he put it in the glove them. box followed them like also bradley knew what he was gonna do like well, I don't understand it. Because Bradley's been his little buddy this whole time. Mm -hmm. Just going along with it. Yeah. Um, also, he sh killed Furtado instantly, but then Obreo was injured and trying to speak, and his friends tried to call like an ambulance, but he died um, before they could save him, which is really sad. And then, I guess when they were driving off, Aaron said, did you see that? I got one of them in the chest. Great Which job. is like, what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Yeah, seriously. <clears throat> and it doesn't stop there. Mm -mm. Not even close. No. Because then he gets another traffic stop where Hernandez and, Bat and Bradley were partying at Cure again. Because, you know, why not go back to the scene of crimes? Uh, announces she's pregnant. Oh, yeah, she's pregnant. So and she has their daughter. Another reason why you don't want to be shooting people yeah, if you're right. gonna have a baby. Yeah, but in and the he same signs yeah. a forty million dollar salary contract. contract. Yeah, and Fucking then also what? when she announces she's pregnant, she also moves out of their shared place because he was cheating on her, and he was violent during that time. Like, yeah, the I cops were called on the him. cops. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. So, big stuff. Yeah. So then. Mm. We have this other traffic stop in 2013 where Hernandez and Bradley were partying at Cure and Bradley was pulled over on the Southeast Expressway after his vehicle was seen speeding at 105 miles per hour. Hernandez tried oh to God. get his friend out of trouble by saying, Trooper, I'm Aaron Hernandez. It's okay. <laughs> Guess what? It didn't work that time because Bradley was arrested for drunk driving. So. But if it were Aaron, would he have gotten away with it? Probably. That's so crazy to me. That is wow. so crazy. I didn't have that one, but uh, I didn't read about that. That's why we both do our own research. And then when we come together <laughs> on the podcast, we learn things. 
Okay, $40 million. That's a lot of money. That's like, I can't even fathom what it would be like to have 1 million, let alone 40 million. That's insane. And he also got a $12.5 million signing bonus. That's a lot. Like jobs at my work imagine? level yeah, with the say, signing bonus is like $500. If anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, what would you do if you had, if you got $40 million? I mean, I would absolutely not be working. No, well. I would, I think I would, I honestly would buy like a bunch of different houses everywhere so I could just travel around and stay different places and a farm where I could just like take care of rescue dogs, I think. Okay. The rescue dog is a part of my plan. Yeah. I'd also want to buy like a really nice place in the city, like Boston, obviously, mm-hmm. um, not New York and, um, like, I don't know, a couple other places. And then make this podcast like. Oh, yeah. We would blow this podcast up. And I would just travel all over everywhere. Because I can't afford to right now. (laughs) But that's not what Aaron Hernandez did at all. Well, he bought a freaking mansion. Well, he did that. A 7,100 square foot. Damn. With sauna pools, theaters, game rooms. And Shayana, um, who is. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Shania is Shiana's little sister. She starts hanging out with them a lot more. She was studying criminology. Which oh, is fitting. Very um, fitting. And she brought around her boyfriend, Odin Lloyd. Oh, and Odin. Odin and Aaron became friends because the sisters were hanging out all the time. So they smoked yeah. weed together all the time and hung out. Yeah. And this is also during the time where, um, before we get into Odin's downfall, um, where Bradley and Hernandez were having a massive falling out leading to even Bradley getting shot and losing. Were they having a fallout or was it just that one thing that set them off? No, they, their relationship just started totally crumbling. crumbling. Okay. And they were like visiting Miami, went to strip clubs. They rang up a $10,000 bill. How do you do that? Well, there are a bunch of people. They met a bunch of friends in Miami. Um, Odin and Aaron flew there. Or Sorry, Bradley and Odin, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. They flew there and met a bunch of friends. So I guess if everyone's drinking a lot, I guess I can see how it could. <laughs> 10K like is a $10, lot. $10,000. <laughs> yeah. I mean, At were they ordering club. bottle service? That's a lot. And probably like food. I don't know. I don't know. What is it called? Spending money on strippers, obviously. Wings and oh, legs and eggs (laughs) is like the strip club brunch. (laughs) That's funny. You've never heard that? No, I love that. What? It's from something. I. It has to be like from The Sopranos or something. I feel like it. Legs and eggs. Yeah. Um, Yeah, but so while they were there, Aaron began to worry about two guys who were just sitting there and thought they were plain clothes Boston cops. And Bradley was like, no, man, this, like, if they were, they'd been tracking us this whole time. And because of the double murder outside mm-hmm. of Cure. Um, and so that, like, set off Aaron's paranoia. Yeah. And he already was having this, like, history of paranoia come up. His brother talked about it a bunch. And also, that's another relation to the CTE. Mm-hmm. So... Bradley claimed that during this trip, he woke up in a car with Hernandez pointing a gun at his face 
And then the next morning, police found him lying in a parking lot, bleeding from a bullet hole between his eyes. And survived. Do you know why he did that? Listen to this. So the check was 10K. Hernandez asked Bradley, uh, asked Odin to split it with him. And he said no, because he doesn't make very much money. And fucking Aaron Hernandez was making $40 million. Yeah, why? There's no reason for him to need to split that. Why would, yeah, why? So he was like, he was like, why the fuck won't you split this with me? Um, Also, Bradley left his phone at the club and in the car asked Aaron to turn the car around to get the phone. And Aaron was like, no. So he's like a pissed off little bitch. Wait, he was like, what? No, no, (laughs) no, no. (laughs) So he was like being angry at him for that check, which is insane. And then, yeah, like you said, shot him fucking in the eye. Between the eyeballs. He got him in the eye. How did he survive that is my question. <laughs> like, these guys keep surviving these head wounds, and I'm very confused by it. I know. It's wild. And, and all he woke he did, up the next day, too. Like, And all he did was lose an eye? Like, you could have lost your life. And then this part kind of made me giggle because it would be insane. So Aaron was at the airport heading back, and he gets a phone call from Bradley. And he says, what's up? And Aaron says, who's this? And he says, you know who this is. It's your boy, Bradley. (laughs) So it's like getting a phone call from a ghost. He thought he killed him. And then he gets this call the next day from the guy he thought he killed. That would be fucking freaky. Yeah. (laughs) You know what's Um, even more insane is that they they shared more than 500 text messages. And they're wild text messages. Yeah. Including death threats and attempts at extortion. Bradley and there's a lot of, yeah. you know, I love you, my boy, and, like, no homos. There's a lot of no homos in there, apparently. Back in that time, that was... I know, that was a thing. That was a thing that people said. Even <laughs> in songs. Still. Yeah. Like, no homo. Like... Yeah. Okay. I forgot that that was such a thing. It was such a thing. <laughs> but, yeah, so Bradley demanded $5 million to keep his silence. Hernandez countered with $1.5 million. Then Bradley went back and said 2.5. And then Hernandez just decided he wasn't going to respond. Yeah. I have wrote down a lot of their texts, but they're not really important. It's just, it's showing how strange it is. Yeah. I mean, he then went, Bradley went and filed a civil lawsuit for damages in a Florida court and then withdrew the suit four days later, giving them a chance to work out the settlement without the media knowing about it. Um, And then... Uh, during that time actually Aaron was Aaron demanded from that from the Patriots that they trade him and get him out because it wasn't safe for him to be there Um, so he was like I'm gonna rent a house in Southern California to rehab in the spring oh yeah lived in California and during that time he called or Shayana called the police so many times over him punching through a window um, throwing furniture like abusive shit yeah this is also so he could get shoulder surgery and like yeah and what are you doing punching punching windows and like what are you doing he bought a bunch of pistols and an ak-47 and bulletproof vests which he was telling bradley he got he was like come at me bro Mm -hmm. yeah and then at one point during that trip too his brother dj found him alone on the roof of the building one night looking defeated and rubbing the barrel of a gun against his face Oh, whoa, I did not read that. That's crazy. Yeah. So he was probably, yeah, contemplating suicide. Yep. Which is scary. Um, 
Uh, do, 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 oh, <laughs> random fact. Aaron updated his contacts in his phone and changed Bradley to lies. That's his contact. That's like a girl changing her ex <laughs> into her phone as don't answer. Yeah. Yeah. Don't text. Um, <clears throat> so Bradley was, yeah, threatening that he would bring his gang members around to kill him. He was saying, six strong with a lot of weaponry. Da, 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 da. Just a bunch of boys going back and forth. Lots yeah. of no homos. Um, <laughs> I still can't believe that was a thing. And yes. then we get to the mid. So sad. So sad. Do you want to so talk sad. about it? Or do you want me to talk about you it? You can talk about it. Okay. <laughs> I love when I have to talk about the sad stuff. <laughs> On June. Whoa. Wait, I'm going to say it. Attleboro. You said it right. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard of that. No, but that's not yeah. that. No, the, ne the next place I want you to be able to say. I was really excited for that. That you were going to have to pronounce these places. And you're doing a great job. Unlike me with Waukesha. Suffolk County? Suffolk. Suffolk. But then Suffolk. where the prison is. Did you get that one? So, no. L-E-O-M-I-N-S-T-R. Uh... I don't know how to say that. Lemonster. Lemonster. You don't pronounce Lemonster. it Leo Minster. It's Lemonster. Oh, I would have said like Leo. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I was really looking forward to it. Sorry, I don't have that in my notes. It's fine. Okay. Oh, funny. Anyway, in <clears throat> June 2013, police searched Hernandez's home in connection with an investigation into the shooting death of a friend, Odin Lloyd, who we now know was a big part of his life during this time, whose body was found with multiple gunshot wounds to the back and chest in an industrial park about a mile from Hernandez's house. The following day, Hernandez assured the Patriots head coach, Bill Belichick, and owner Robert Kraft that he had nothing to do with this shooting. However, he was then barred from Gillette Stadium, and the team also decided a week before his eventual arrest to sever all ties with Hernandez if he was arrested on any charge related to the case. Which, a week later... He was charged with first-degree murder in addition to five related gun charges. Mm -hmm. During this time, the police released Hernandez from the team about 90 minutes later before being officially informed of the charges against him. He automatically forfeited his 2015 to 2018 salaries, totaling $19.3 million, which were not guaranteed. The Patriots voided all remaining guarantees, including his 2013 and 2014 salaries, on the terms that those guarantees were for skill, injury, or salary cap room, and did not include being cut for conduct detrimental to the best interests of professional football. And since he had not completed his fourth season in the league, the Patriots were required to place him on waivers after releasing him. However, mm -hmm. on June 28th, NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell announced that while charges against Hernandez were pending, the NFL would not approve any contract signed by Hernandez until Goodell held a hearing to determine whether or not he should face suspension or other actions under the league's personal conduct policy. Employees at the team's pro shop, which, by the way, is massive mm -hmm. at Patriot Place, were instructed to remove all memorabilia and merchandise and to remove these items from the website as well. Cytosport, which I never heard of, and Puma terminated their endorsement deals. Um, next page. 
EA Sports announced that Hernandez's likeness would be dropped from its NCAA Football 14 in Madden NFL video games. Photos removed from the Pro Football Hall of Fame. The University of Florida removed Hernandez's name and likeness from various locations at its football facilities, including a stone that had his name and All-American inscribed on it. And Bristol Central High School also removed all his awards and gave them to his family. Crazy. He was arrested on my birthday. Oh my God, he was. <laughs> June 26, 2013. I know. And I, have you seen the photos of that arrest? Of the arrest? Yeah. Um, I remember it happening. Yeah. It was a big I deal. Did too. Yeah. Um, and I didn't even know who he was, but I remember that being all over the news. I remember um, watching him at Gillette. I would go to games with my dad and I remember watching him play. Wow. With Julian Edelman crazy. and Gronk and all them. Yeah. And so he was finally indicted on August 22nd, 2013 by a grand jury for the murder of Lloyd, but pled not guilty on September 6th. He was obviously found guilty of murder in first degree, a charge that in Massachusetts automatically carries a sentence of life in prison without any possibility of parole. He was also found guilty of five firearm charges. I'm so happy Massachusetts has that law. Mm-hmm. How lovely. Yeah. Um, a motive for the murder was never defi- definitively established. Um, police investigated the possibility that Lloyd may have learned of Hernandez's bisexuality and that Hernandez was worried that Lloyd might out him to others. That's but sad. it was never proven. Also, that's like his freaking brother-in-law, basically. Yeah, exactly. It's so sad. Um, <clears throat> yeah, throughout this time, he was actually... there's one of the boyfriends or Mm -hmm. hookups talked in the documentary we both watched about how they had like a gay sexual relationship through high school was it yep and i remember that also coming out in like the boston globe yeah yeah because it was a huge story because he came like we were talking about he comes off as this such like hyper masculine yes thank you douchebag yeah (laughs) essentially and then it turns out that he had really like romantic relationships with men and like you would so he he was homophobic himself too. so like he hated probably hated himself like Mm -hmm. it was probably so much turmoil in his brain but also they had another teammate it was interesting where a football player actually was it a football player from wisconsin or was that that was the brain guy um yeah that was the brain there's another football player that was like i came out actually and the coach and everyone was so supportive and they were like like great we support you well i mean so many pro <clears throat> athletes now have come out mm-hmm. and there really hasn't been any blowback at least yeah like who knows what happens in the the locker rooms yeah, or exactly. whatever but still like i don't know it's sad absolutely so he pleads not guilty to everything obviously yeah but is found guilty. Found guilty. Yeah. I mean, the Boston Globe described him as being strangely content while being in jail. Um, an attitude that confounded his fiance. And he also told his mother that I've been the most relaxed and less stressed in jail than I have out of jail. And he also was able to reconcile with Terry while he was in prison. He was punished on multiple occasions, though, for breaking prison rules, including screaming and banging on his cell door. And the Globe said that the prison officials seemed to turn a blind eye to Hernandez's drug use and neglected to safeguard their famous inmate. A fellow inmate reported that multiple, there were multiple instances of Hernandez needing medical attention after smoking too much K2 
God. which was rife at the prison at the time that stuff's crazy um yeah that's so nuts that he's being protected even in prison yeah like that is crazy he also got in several like very violent fights oh, oh was in yeah very very violent fights well, um, i mean could you imagine him being in jail and being at the status he was at it's like it's like when martha stewart went to jail he should have been in a jail like that where like their celebrity jail well, i mean look <laughs> at the one that jen shaw and elizabeth holmes are at right now mm-hmm. like yeah i don't know i don't know much about prison i don't know either. What i don't watched know how they like separate it like yeah i guess it's I. probably a non-violent offense so maybe that's maybe that's why they get the padded nice prison i don't know mm-hmm. um <laughs> so while in prison oh my god i have so many notes that we don't really need to read about the court stuff i know i'm realizing that like a lot of this <laughs> is like it's just padding yeah, yeah and it's making padding. it too long <laughs> um yeah. so we watched the case basically on that um, yes. documentary which is really interesting um while he was in prison this is really sad um hernandez was found hanging by a bed sheet in his cell at what's i'm not gonna get this right so baronsky correctional center um that's as great as i was gonna do and he was taken to a local hospital where he was pronounced dead um do you have notes on what the letter said he had a suicide note that... no but i know he left it was that the one that he left for his lawyer yeah, he left a note that was like, I can't Wait, and his lawyer said. was Jose Baez, which didn't he also represent, didn't he represent Casey Anthony or someone? His attorney? Maybe. Probably. Celebrity. That's the same attorney. Um, But no, I don't have notes on that. I don't have notes I'm on the actual it. letter, but I do have notes on that he, um, there were three handwritten notes that were next to the Bible open to John 316 and that John 316 was written on his forehead in red ink. Yeah. Wait, okay. And his suicide note, which is crazy. It said it, it was just like a love letter to Shay Shay Shayana. Mm-hmm. Um yes, Jose Baez was the attorney to Casey Anthony and Harvey oh. Weinstein. Wow, ew. Gross. Ew. So protecting real bad people. Um yeah, seriously. <laughs> Uh, she said, or he ended it with "You're rich," and then I, I knew I loved you equals Savage Garden, whatever that means. Savage they, Garden is a band. Oh, strange. Um, Dane just texted me. Her name is Shayana, not Shania. <laughs> I don't think I said Shania, but okay. Um, hey, you know anyway. what? He's the expert here. Yeah, football. I mean, he's the one who told me about this case because I heard about parts of it, but I didn't know how crazy it was. I guess there was there were rumors and theories that he killed himself so that his family would get all the money because mm-hmm. I guess if he died in prison before something happened, she would get all the money. I don't really know. Well, leading up to it, too, it was like the news. He was acquitted on the charges of murdering Abreu and Furtado. Mm-hmm. which was read right on the news and all the inmates gathered around the television in prison and cheered for him. And then in the nine days between that and him committing suicide, he began 
giving away his food and books and a television to his fellow prisoners, which didn't necessarily indicate that he was intending intending to take his own life because this was something apparently he did while mm. there. But two days before his death, reporter Michelle McPhee appeared on the Kirk and Callahan sports radio show during which she and the two hosts uh, used innuendos to imply that Hernandez was gay. And it's been suggested that this outing may have played a role in his suicide. I mean, that makes sense. He was very, like, he did not want people to know no. about that. Um, there was a whole, like, legal change in Boston, too. Didn't they completely change the law? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So the judge vacated Aaron Hernandez's conviction of the 2013 murder of Odin Lloyd following the state's legal precedent that erases convictions if a defendant dies before the appeal possibilities are exhausted. So they basically weren't going to officially find him guilty because he he died in prison right. but the families of the victims were all like this isn't Super fair we're not upset. getting justice yeah. so they overturned that and they found him guilty yeah so yeah and then on march well yeah so technically he died innocent mm -hmm. according to that but then in 2019 that's when they reinstated his conviction yeah but they and they also, changed the yeah. laws, didn't they? So yeah, that but they anyone also, who does yeah. die. Yeah, exactly. And then, but they did state that the trial record would note that his conviction was neither affirmed nor reversed. Okay. And that the appeal was rendered moot. Hmm. Because he died while the case was on appeal. It's very interesting. Yeah. Well. I know. Super what a wild ride of him just getting away with things left and right. It's just, it's nuts. I hope there's more attention paid to crimes committed by football players or celebrities in general oh, yeah definitely and then i also think too like i think since then they've really taken cte more seriously and like concussions and head injuries especially in they football. say they have but the nfl makes so much money off of them playing right like there's not much they can do to prevent that so they're gonna yeah. say they're doing stuff but but are they actually but, yeah yeah who knows um, yeah, so we decided to talk about that because <laughs> Super Bowl Sunday. Football. Now, talking, shifting gears and talking more about what we consider our Super Bowl and NFL. <laughs> this is the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I have to say. Mercy then. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Stop. I was going to say, this season, for a while, not a fan. Yeah, it was boring for a bit. And then, honestly, I am, Erica made it fun. It reeled me back in. Yeah. It really did. I'm now like, oh, I need to watch Housewives. Like, yeah, that was, I wasn't I feeling know, For that. a while, it was like not. It was like a chore to watch it, honestly. Yes. I was like, yeah. I got to watch it because we're talking about it. I know. I need to catch up. episode, Dana and I were cackling Dude, at Erica. The, this Spain trip is phenomenal. <laughs> An activated crystal is a great crystal. She's great. I don't understand her like flip-flopping on what's her face. Anne-Marie. Um, Anne but whatever. It's fine. Yeah. I do see how she helped her in that moment. Yeah. So I guess let's talk about the Spain trip. Yes. Where they're in Stiges, Spain. <laughs> All because Sutton wants to spread the ashes of her famous um, friend and dance instructor, Merce. Merce. Merce in the purse. But also it's symbolic of both her father and her, her husband her that, marriage yeah. that made me really sad for her it made me sad but i was say. like how many times are you gonna say it 
lines she said know, that like true. 20 times in that episode we're like we get it yeah i also love we when she it. plays cruise director and she's like okay ladies let's go we gotta keep know, moving gotta stay on she track did a great job. she was so I put on your flower so... hats yeah i was like you're so adorable like you're mm-hmm. putting all this so together i love sutton and she's like as much as we fight i really do love these ladies like it was so cute at the end i was yeah i really loved the scene where they were all like letting go of something i love Mm -hmm. the scenes where they're actually acting like true authentic people Mm -hmm. you know what i mean getting deeper than just surface Yeah. yeah yeah i mean you have garcelle saying she wants to let go of feeling lonely which i was like how you're garcelle like you that got to me. I was like, oh. Yeah. She's like, I love Garcelle so much. She needs like a really great boyfriend. Yeah. I think Kyle saying she needed to let go of the guilt she felt for her friend Laureen. I thought that was really big. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Erica pissed me off. Yeah, that's what I was getting to. I thought Crystal's was really good because you know how close she is with her brother and all that. But then you get to like <laughs> Dorit's. I was like, okay, like, yeah, we get it. You have PSD from this, like, yeah. invasion. How's the therapy? Like, how yeah. can we get you to really let go of your girl? We like, understand. Yes. <laughs> like, this storyline's over. Um, But, yeah, Erica's... Well, Anne-Marie's was also, like... I don't remember okay. Anne-Marie's. I forgot. It was forgettable. Yeah, honestly, it was forgettable. I don't really yeah. But yeah, She's Erica's... forgettable. That's why I didn't remember her name. Um, Yeah. But she... Erica's... I was like, girl, you are missing the point of all of this. Yeah. You are. How did she phrase it? Trying for something that is not going to happen. Um, she said, I'm letting go of a lot of sadness that honestly you guys have caused or yeah. something. She was like, I'm letting go of all the anger and sadness that was caused by you guys. Yeah. And they were all like, okay. Side eye. <laughs> but I did, I did give Crystal a lot of credit for going up to Erica afterwards and being like, I'm sorry for like my part in this yeah because i mean it's true like i seeing it from erica's point of view like i'm sure when you're supposed to be in this group of friends when your friends are questioning you like that that must make you feel shitty okay but the thing is and they kept saying like we don't we're not saying that you're guilty of this but we want to see you like show a little remorse Remorse. it had nothing to do with the actual earrings or whatever yeah it had to do with how she was acting and how she was like I am here for myself and like nothing yeah. about the victims. I understand that there's some legal stuff. Like she couldn't say anything, but I still can't get over the fact that John Hamm talked about the earrings. <laughs> yes, like, I know. Everyone has talked about these earrings at this I point. Know. What did Liam Locken say on an episode of Dallas? She was like, I'm tired of this. My assholes, my vagina's tired of this. Like, she have you heard? I loved her when she said that. It was in like the last she season of Dallas. Unhinged. I love I loved her, like, but also my weave you. is tired of this conversation. <laughs> like and honestly, at this point, I think we just all need to like, you know what? I think we as the audience need to let go of all that. She wants them to say it on TV. She wants oh, them to absolutely. say it on she the wants show. It recorded. Yeah. And she that's her that problem. Moment. Like she's just she's like, not gonna get it. Have hammering it. Like, I'm just I don't get why they haven't said anything. They have. She thought that moment of her saying that the court found whatever. Oh, that everyone was going to be like, thought, I was yeah. so wrong. You I love were how everyone so was right. silent. Everyone was like, okay, <laughs> let's get going. Yeah. <laughs> Time to go. Like she brought it up. Like she thought it was going to be her moment and nothing happened. It was yeah, really I think she weird. was really waiting for them to all just be like, oh my mm-hmm. God. So sorry. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I thought it was at least good for Crystal to be like, listen, I'm sorry for my part. Mm-hmm. And 
Erica at least like took that. Yeah. She was like, I wanted everyone to apologize, but at least I got Crystal's apology. And it's like, you know what? Just take it. Cause I really don't think Sutton or Garcelle are going to go and apologize to you. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Crystal, I think out of every trip we've seen on Housewives, someone gets sick and needs to be hospitalized. I didn't think it would be Crystal, but hers was the most real. Like everyone else is dramatized. Like what you mean, Vicky with the yeah (laughs) drape over her blanket over her. Yeah, they were in Iceland, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. It's just Crystal so like down to earth and just normal. My head, yeah, with the blue blanket on. Yeah. Because she didn't oh. want anyone to see her face. Yeah. No, Crystal's felt like the most authentic. Oh, sure. yeah. And I feel bad. She got, like, diagnosed with an actual health thing. Yeah. Like, she was put on prescription meds yeah. for life, probably. Um, so. How did you feel about Kyle talking to the camera in her confessional about not being able to talk to the group about her relationship with Mauricio? But then finally kind of breaking down at the end when it was just her and Dory back in... Beverly Hills. I felt like that was more authentic. Like that was the most authentic I've seen Kyle in a, a while. Yeah. Like, and I have been hating on her, but honestly, this isn't. I don't think the Mauricio drama is for the cameras because she no. already had some storyline with her sister and all of that. Yeah, exactly. I think this is real, and she's dealing with, and like the way that they interact with each other, it's so you can feel it. Yeah, so they feel really torn. It's bad. Yeah, so I feel I felt for her in that moment. Yeah, I thought at least opening up to Dorit was really good because mm-hmm. I mean, Dorit's been honest with Kyle about her relationship with PK and how her PTSD is affecting it, and also just like how he's not around and all that. And I think Kyle can relate to those things, mm-hmm. but I also find it weird how, like, in real time now, Kyle saying, like, her and Dorit were never like that close. Yeah. And like she doesn't understand why Dorit's getting upset with her for like being close to Morgan Wade when her and Dorit were never really that close. And I'm like, you were saying Dorit was like your best friend. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's very strange. Yeah. Like there's some Kyle sense. does where I'm like, I wanna be on your side of things. Like I wanna like with the Mauricio stuff, absolutely like support her. That sucks. But the rest like, of it's like, come on. How she's just going about it yeah makes it so hard oh and then I'm like, is that also why you were like going after Sutton because like you needed to deflect totally yes and Sutton you know you can get a reaction out of because that's like Sutton is like a Pomeranian she she's reactive yeah poker yeah goes off <laughs> Kyle's shopping addiction was troublesome like that oh my god when alarming I did love the part me. where she started like <laughs> heaving and she was like guys I need to sit down and it was like on the side where the guy with the selling sunglasses on the street and I was like her and Garcelle they yeah, could go toe to toe but, but it, it makes me lot. it makes me laugh though because Garcelle is literally going from being like I can't buy a Birkin mm-hmm. they're too expensive I don't want to spend money on a bag and now, now she's, she's like, like Treat I gotta buy it all yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I did like the scene where Sutton timed all of them in the store. I know that was funny. Shop. That, that was, was great. Funny. Yeah. I loved that. That was good. Okay. The whole Merce. First of all, that table scene with Merce was like white Lotus with all old gays. Obsessed like, with Trevor. <laughs> yeah. She's way. amazing. They're amazing. Love Trevor. But it was funny. They were like talking about Sutton as a younger person, which is really fun to hear. Like she thought she was the boss, but she wasn't. <laughs> um and then a drunk erica is always good tv she was 
killing me. She was just like, like, what the she facts say? she was spilling out? Like, oh, I know. Where was, was like, she keeping all those? Like, damn, girl, you're not, you're the expert of the Middle East or something. Yeah, like, someone, what's happening? Someone said she, they were like, who knew Erica was an encyclopedia? <laughs> like, I know when they left the, yeah, yeah, that was funny. She was like, I just talked to a lot of really wealthy, really smart people and I just asked them tons of questions. <laughs> I'm like yeah good for you what did she say she was like brooklyn what a dump oh <laughs> yeah she so did the hard. betty davis line she was like what a dump <laughs> and then yeah the whole like i know you love merce but merce is in a plastic bag merce is in a ziploc bag ziploc bag yeah i do we you were think, cracking up do you think ziploc's gonna come out now with like some ad oh god i mean like we're okay. perfect for ashes oh i don't know how that i mean they go. shouldn't but I don't know. Maybe Erica needs to be the spokesperson for Ziploc now yeah. or Sutton, like one of them. If they, I think if Ziploc was smart, they, they would, would run with that. Yeah. If you're looking to for some marketing help, sounds like I got some ideas. Alex can you. help you. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, and then we didn't talk about the ashes flying back into their oh mouth. Oh my God. That was perfect timing. It went in Garcelle's mouth, like in her hair, like all of them. <laughs> yeah. Merce was getting payback. He was like, you ladies were making fun of me boom do you remember at the beginning of the episode that or was it last episode where she was like i've seen so many movies where the ashes fly back into people's faces and i don't want that to happen it's well, gotta think, be timed perfectly <laughs> and then it happened. every time okay i did see an, a meme that was like there needs to be an ultimate girls trip ashes edition yeah. now because yeah, so think about many. it like sonia did the dog's ashes which also yeah. blew back in everyone's face yeah <laughs> um you have carol and dorinda going to london for ashes now you have sutton with merce in the purse <laughs> and i don't know i know i felt bad though because like she planned that whole thing make it perfect and then as he's blowing backwards she's like i can't control the wind yeah <laughs> and she was la- laughing yeah. about it which i loved i was I like know. at least she's not taking anything ser- like uh, too seriously like she normally does mm-hmm but I love her. I love her too. This is a really long episode. That's fine. Well, but everyone we gotta, can deal. Yeah, we got to end it the right way, though. We do with. I'm doing it. Yeah. Quick shots of truth. Quick shots of truth. I'll go first. Okay. We went first last time, I think. Okay. So I will okay. Go first. <clears throat> Seconds on the clock. <clears throat> no, I'm just kidding. I do have a timer on my desk, so. But I won't do that. Okay, you ready? Yes. Parallel parking or three-point turn? Three-point turn. Merce in the purse or name them? <laughs> name them. Bad haircut or bad dye job? Ooh. Bad haircut. Ketchup or ranch? Ranch. Iced or hot coffee? Iced. Done. <laughs> that was fast. That was okay. are quick shots of truth. Was, I know. Last time we explained them. Maybe we don't do that. Um, okay. Pet snake or pet tarantula? Tarantula. Get popcorn at the theater or sneak in your own snacks? Sneak in snacks. Spring or fall? Fall. Timothy Chalamet, yay or nay? Nay. <laughs> nope. Not my thing. You, this is my favorite. Would you rather eat a baby goat or a matter baby? A what? Would you rather eat a baby goat or a matter baby? Why don't I understand the reference? <laughs> You're not doing it right. 
Well, I don't know what a matter baby is. So how can I choose? Oh. <laughs> what's a matter what's baby? The... That didn't go the way I planned it. We'll re- do it again. Do it again. Ask me the question. Would you rather eat a baby goat or a matter baby? What's a matter baby? Uh, you don't have a punchline? No. Just to get you to say it. <laughs> You're hilarious. Dane always quotes that. It's like some Irish dudes in a car were like what, drunk and they were like, would you rather have a baby goat or a matter baby? And they're like, what's, they're like, the, what's matter, the matter baby? baby? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. What's the matter with you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what we a, did it. We, what a great episode. We made it. Touchdown. Us. Touchdown. Sports. <laughs> Guys, if you're watching the Super Bowl, the real winners are you for enduring it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Also, Kaisa has an announcement about a new thing we're going to do. Yes, we do. We are doing a fun new thing where uh, you can write into us and ask us questions for our lovely opinions. Um, and we will give you advice or answer your questions in any way we can. And it'll yeah. be really fun. Because opinions are like assholes and everybody's got one, especially <laughs> us. So we want to answer your questions. Yes, we do. Write yes. in to us. We'll yes, put, write um, in. Yeah, we'll put our email address and our contacts and you yes. can just dm us yes. casually whatever you want dm us also if you want to dm us and you're not following us sounds like a you problem that you need to fix so mm-hmm. why not go and follow us on instagram at crime cocktails and bs on tiktok at crime cocktails and bs underscore and don't forget to like subscribe follow rate review comment all the things all the things yes god no call and say yes queen last night yeah after watching when i was a nanny i taught the little boys i nannied to say yes queen i made Colin say that last night because i guess my brother-in-law said it to my sister really yeah because everyone's (laughs) watching rupaul now but anyway guys thanks for listening again and dealing with us thank you have a good one Bye. bye Yeah.